I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their, their tropes, tropes battle, battle for, dominance. for dominance. You know what? Maybe we should try. What? One of us does the and welcome, welcome to, to. And the you other know? does the title. Yeah, but I think it's kind of funny. It's funny. What? Funny how we never get it? Yeah. <laughs> okay okay that's fair i guess anyways so liz and i have had a very exciting week as of today we have submitted our final undergraduate thesis theses and we are officially college graduates well not well we've we've done all our work yeah yeah, yeah, but all our work is done we have not been officially declared when this is posted when this is posted we will be 100 percent officially graduates what do you mean because like that's when graduation is friday oh wait really yeah nice work <laughs> wait Damn. what time is it on friday noon i'll be at work it's pre-recorded so you can watch it after oh my parents can deal with it graduation is not a big deal for me i don't know if i've talked about it on here before but like i literally begged to skip my high school graduation for a convention and my parents wouldn't let me so like i ended up having to leave the convention saturday come graduate spend about four or five hours at my house you know graduating and stuff and then i literally left from the ceremony to go back to the convention iconic um... <laughs> I just cared about cons. I am big into graduations. I'm like my mom in that way. I love like big like life events like this. Like mm-hmm. my older brother could care less about graduation and my mom was like for college and my mom was like, no, you're doing it. We're all going up. You're getting the cap and get and my mom was so into it. More way more than <laughs> That's him. Cute. And so I'm really into it. Um so I am like currently decorating my graduation cap. I'm like fucking pumped, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, that's good. And yeah, Liz is really excited about her cap. She um, was telling me about it. I've seen the work in progress. It's Sam Bucky themed. Oh, this is so cute. I know. I'm so excited. Um, Quick, like, little, like, totally off topic note. So do you want to know something really cute that I saw right as I, like, made the clean feed? So, like, my mom just emailed me. Um, she found this old email, I guess, that she had forwarded to herself to, like, look at again mm-hmm. from 2006. Yeah. Um, and when I was younger, my mom was frequently on business trips because her firm would send her, like, to do dinner in one state, lunch in another type stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, she wow. was, yeah, she wasn't home a whole lot when I was younger because of that. So, we would, and at that time, I didn't have a phone, obviously. So, I, I was at my grandmother's, and my grandmother used to let me on the, leave me on the computer all the time keep in mind i was se- um seven no i was six when this email was sent and it's at 10 p.m my grandmother and that, you know, that's the adhd early my grandmother like never put a stop to it like she just but yeah she just sent me an email that said i love you sweetheart miss you and i wrote her like a whole paragraph back and it's really Aww. cute that's um, so cute yeah and like reading it and i was i was telling my boyfriend it because like i saw it like i hung up with him as i got here and i saw it and i told him about it and um he was like wait sometimes you tell me stuff from your childhood and i'm like oh i want kids and then i'm like yeah but then i tell you the other stuff from my childhood and you remember you don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> um what's it called oh that's that's very sweet right? though right. i love it i love it um i guess a fun fact for the recording of tonight mm-hmm. i am like halfway in cosplay because i have a cosplay stream Woo! immediately after this so i'm like just like wig cap half the cosplay on <laughs> you're valid yeah i have to <laughs> stream when so we're silly. done too but like <laughs> we'll see if i even do a face cam because i'm i have work at 10 a.m and i'm exhausted so Oof. Uh, oh yeah and then also um like when this records t- well t- recording we are recording today on wednesday mm-hmm. tomorrow's my last day at my job old job 
It's going to be my old job soon. Whoa. Whoa. I'm so excited for you. You're going to be free from grocery store hell. I know. Truly, truly. And when you guys are listening to this, I will be done. So Woo. it'll be fucking a treat. I'm okay. pumped. Um, so I don't know if there's really a whole lot else to to talk about it. Like, no. Beforehand. I mean, we had a lot of shit happen, but we, it's we basically had, yeah. like school. We had some, you know, a lot of school stuff this week with getting our theses done. I don't know how long yours ended up being, but mine was literally 39 pages. Mine was 38 pages, but most of like, mm-hmm. most of, a lot of it was the appendix with literally yeah, that's like not, Yeah, pages I'd say of about book. 20 of my pages were like appendices. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, but like, we lot. had a lot of writing to do. Um, we're both done i'm very proud of us both yeah um, just kind of relieved i had like some personal life drama going on that's not really worth getting into on the show mm-hmm. um but like that was resolved this morning as well which is so good to like have that clear um and like all parties involved be just done with it so uh, it's yeah. nice guys trust me if like especially if you're like freshly 18 or you know you're younger than 18 and you're not supposed to be listening to this but if you are um when you like when you just get older it's so nice when people act like adults when shit happens oh yeah talk it out communication is key i mean running a podcast you're listening to a podcast i assume you know communication is key but like yes talk to people major key we're gonna bring that back yes (laughs) um Um, but yeah i mean i just got back from horseback riding i'm sweaty as fuck I'm ready to record. Um, I have a really fun one today. Liz, why don't you get us started? Because you got to pick. So um, in homage to me finishing up at the grocery store, I'm doing grocery store fix, baby. Um, This is not a super popular fanfic trope, but I'm just like, I have to do it. I have to do it. Imagine. It's um, it's it's truly just going to be a trip. So I basically went to TV tropes Mm -hmm. and kind of found um, different TV like different TV tropes that involve the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So like I guess we can kind of just go through those before getting into the fix because there's like really not much else, you know. Like I mean, it's a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there's like the Doom supermarket display where like a stacked supermarket display gets completely like knocked over. It's like often by a stray grocery cart. I mean, like you've seen like in shows with like the huge like everything stacked and it all mm-hmm. just falls completely. And you just- even though, like, there's no actual retail employee working it, you still feel awful for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had to clean up a couple. Nothing too big. Only small displays. But they do get knocked out. It's it's a, it's a definitely a time. Yeah, I can't wait to work at major clothing company chain TM, um, TM. starting tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how often I have to deal with that because it's at a mall. Um, there's the express lane limit, so where a customer tries to pay for more more than the desired I- number items in the express lane. So, like, let's say it's, like, 10 items, you want to get by with, like, 11, which you usually can. But there's this funny, um, quote from the Batman, which is, like, an animated, um, like, Batman series for kids, you know? And it's, like, the Joker stressed as Batman. It's, like, I must say, Mayor, of all of the scum I've taken down so far, it was your wife who disappointed me the most. And the mayor is, like, my wife... Sheila, what could <laughs> Sheila have, Sheila have done? And then this camera pans to Sheila, um, who's been uh, Joker gas and left dangling outside the skyscraper. Joker, eleven items out of ten item grocery <laughs> checkout. She had it coming. It's is so this, is this from like an actual show excerpt? It's like yeah, like it, it's oh, more. It's it was more of like a kids animated one, which is fun. But that's still cute. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
So then there's quote unquote going to the store where a character will use the excuse of, oh, I, I have to run to the store, uh, do this thing as just basically an right. excuse to get out of whatever. And you yeah, know, that's like with, a big sitcom thing. Yeah. Um, there's like the grocery store episode where like characters go to the grocery store or just like a store in general. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a show with kids, like the kids will be running around and annoying the parents. Um, Oron High School Host Club has like kind of like two episodes like that where they, they, one where they're at more of like a, what's it called? It's like, it was like the commoners department store. store. The no, it's like they're at a department store kind of, oh, okay. but there, there's the one where they go to the commoners grocery store with Haruhi <laughs> and bother her. It's, it's great. I love it. I think it's always fun. Um, there's this one that I thought was like kind of funny. It's called ISO Standard Urban Groceries, and it's like groceries that come in a paper bag with a stick of a French, like a French bread, so like a French baguette sticking out. I mean, mm -hmm. that's like you wouldn't think of that, but it's like that's something like you always see in like shows. You know, the little the stray bed sticking out of the side. You know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's this, the, another one that's, oh wait, this is my grocery list. And it's like when someone gets a piece of paper mixed up with their grocery list, but doesn't realize it until later. Or it's just like grocery list gets mixed up with something else. And it's usually just a comedic one-off joke. Um, mm -hmm. In Wizards of Waverly Place, the episode Future Harper. I remember this um, episode! Where it's uh, Max reads a printout of from a writer who's writing books that feature the Russo's life. Read it. And he reads bread, eggs milk this is the worst story ever <laughs> and it's like <laughs> you're reading your grocery list it's so good yes. and then um on teen wolf spoiler but this is like spoiler for season two so like if you haven't uh -huh. watched it you haven't watched it but when like scott styles and allison are trying to find like the bestiary from like allison's like grandfather and they're kind of just like running around for it and mm -hmm. basically styles is like it's probably just like an old book so like look for an old book and so allison's like Oh, like I remember my grandfather writing in like an old book, so like let me go get it. Um mm -hmm. it's it, it's not a grocery list, but they they get the old book and they find out it's just a cookbook and the actual bestiary <laughs> is on a flash drive. I think that's so fun. Um there's severely specialized store when a store only sells one thing and I just went my mind went to soup. Why are you buying clothes at the soup store? You know, that mm. one. Um I I love that. Of course. It's so funny. Um Shopping cart antics when characters do crazy things with shopping carts outside of their original purpose. I many a time at work will ride on the back of a grocery uh cart. I, it's fun. Everybody's dream. Yes, it's fun. Um there's the shopping montage where it's just a shopping montage of characters buying groceries. And then this one, soul sucking retail job. Employees of supermarkets and huge grocery stores usually hate their job and they go, ah, ha, 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 ha. couldn't be me. <laughs> Definitely couldn't be no, me. No. No way. Loves working at the grocery, grocery store, store TM. TM. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, I love my job so fucking much. <laughs> Uh, sorry continuing on mm -hmm. and then there's teacher out of school where it's oftentimes it's like basically when like a student sees their teacher out shopping and it's like mm -hmm. ew oh my god oh wait it's always so funny when they're like getting shit that like the kids shouldn't be seeing them get you know <gasps> Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. That'd be really concerning. But um, <laughs> I, um, I, it just reminds me of the time where I saw um, one of the professors from our school who I TA'd for in, like, she came into my job and I was working and I was like, oh, Professor so-and-so. And she's <laughs> like, oh, Liz. It was, it was a funny time. Um, yeah. Yeah, mm. great times all around. So, um, 
to celebrate this, I, I decided to choose a Stucky grocery store fic to um, remember the many Stucky fics I read at work at the mm -hmm. grocery store. <laughs> As you should, guys. I'd like. She's not even kidding. She'd literally like be like, "Oh wait, this is porn." Keeps reading it because keeps it's... reading anyway. <laughs> I love I love reading a Stucky fic at work. Like mm -hmm. that's my life. Um, I mean, it's more I'm bored. I want to read uh, a fanfic, and it always is just Stucky. So it's like, um, yeah, that's what I mean. I I have been branching out a bit a bit in my pairings with what I read Ooh. casually. Um, Valkyrie and Carol, my queens. I love them. Mm -hmm. I've been reading some fics of them and mm -hmm. crying because I would kill to have a girlfriend like either. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that's my life but so um the fic is called till the end of the line because like okay. of course it is of course. It, and it's by graduate graduate haha <laughs> that's so funny oh my god <laughs> um on ao3 and it's it's like good for all audiences so you know uh general audiences baby I, I don't know why. My brain is so fuzzy right now. You're so doing I'm just great. like, whoa. <laughs> it's, we've had such a stressful week. Um, yeah, also, my like, brain is finally relaxing. I totally forgot to mention this at the beginning of the podcast. So I'm just going to say it now. Just a quick shout out to you guys because like we hit over like well over 300 plays um and like when we look at our analytics it's just going up like significantly every week like you guys are listening and it makes us really happy um, we're we really hit, grateful yeah we hit our most listens in a week last week and we had hit that the week before as well so it's it's really nice to see that going up and um mm -hmm. we're really grateful that you guys give us a chance so yeah i just wanted to put that out there yeah. real quick <laughs> so um this is a fic where it's like steve works at the grocery store and mm -hmm. bucky is like a customer there so mm -hmm. it's from bucky's perspective so i'll read for bucky and you can read for steve Ooh, yeah is it pre-serum or like oh i don't i don't think they specified so okay. whatever you prefer with the ship you can imagine okay. at least maybe they didn't i don't think well i was were. i was thinking more for the voice um because you know i gotta do my voice <laughs> one second my brain doesn't remember off the top of my he head them specifying. Mm -hmm. So to be honest, unless they specify, it's usually not pre-serum. Yeah, I agree. But right. whatever you want to imagine if you decide to read this yourself. Yes. Yes, you can do whatever. So um, Bucky can't believe he let himself run out of bread. Again. After leisurely... Bucky, Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. After leisurely Saturday morning sleep in, he goes to pop in toast to find only... To find he only has the ends of the loaf left, which is the fucking worst. Ugh, um, Fred crests for breakfast on a Saturday? He doesn't think so. So he throws on a tank top and heads to the grocery store a couple blocks from his apartment. Bucky enters near the produce section, which is where you always enter through in a grocery store, I've noticed. You always enter into the, into the produce section. Think about it. Really? Yeah. Where does your grocery store enter into? Oh, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the one I go to, like, it's like, it's like it automatic you into doors. It's the grocery. Right. It it's automatic you doors. The and the produce. produce is first if you go, but, like, they don't stop you from going well, out you don't the have to exit doors. You don't have to. But mm -hmm. it's like, you basically get tunneled into the produce section. I guess, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. This, this fic is accurate. <laughs> So this is like my professional store. opinion to, to the grocery store experience. as a grocery um, person. 
He looks to his left to orient himself in the store. He uh, glimpses glimpses the only cashier working openly staring at him. Bucky can't tell if he's being checked out or if the intricate sleeve covering his left arm and his messy bun are being scrutinized. So I'm assuming that within this fic, he doesn't have like, I'm assuming they mean like a tattoo sleeve. I don't know. That makes if they're sense. Doing, yeah. If they're doing a tattoo sleeve instead of the arm, which okay. Um, he accidentally makes eye contact with the blonde and the way he turns a quick scarlet and looks away as their eyes meet doesn't answer Bucky's question as to whether or not the guy is into him or he or has been caught wondering what the hell Bucky's doing with his life. <laughs> Bucky heads towards the bread aisle, but he can't help but sneak another glance over his shoulders. He goes because damn, the guy was cute. He grabs right. a loaf of bread. What? I said he's right. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> um, He grabs a loaf of bread, decides he better get one for the freezer as well and throws a bag of coffee in his basket for good measure before heading to the checkout. Bucky waits patiently in the cute blonde's line as he helps the customer in front of him with her cart full of groceries. That's always so cute when it's mm-hmm. like an old per- like I, they didn't specify it's an old person but, but like you always assume. when you help an old person unpack their groceries they're so grateful it's so sweet. Aww. We love it. Um, he watches him as he works. He, um, he's got this boy next door look to him. Like he's probably never left his home state and he slouches in the way that makes Bucky think he's, he never quite adjusted to being over six feet tall. So it's post serum. Okay. okay. Makes sense. Clarification. Clarification. Um, Communication is key guys. Key. <laughs> Clarification <laughs> is key. Um, Bucky tries to, uh, Bucky's trying to decide if there's any polite way for him to ask this guy for his number. If he was behind him in the line at Starbucks, he would order his usual iced Americano and whatever he's having Mm. and ask if he had time to chat over coffee or if he had, uh, or if he had to run back to work. I know, we love it. But Bucky doesn't feel good about asking the guy for his number while he's working. Bucky, you're kind of right. Bucky, let's go. Let's go. We've talked about that so many times here. King, King, um... Buck's sure he's give. I, I think they meant Bucky, but also Buck's another nickname for him, yeah. so we can go with either one. Sure, he's given this um given this woman that warm smile uh because it ex- because it's expected of him, and not because he's ringing this lady's cart of cat food and frozen TV dinners is the highlight of his day. I would say um, that's oh, the highlight this, of my day. The, I'll be this random old lady. Okay. Um. Or no, there's just a. It's just a random lady. I can help you over here. A lady from a counter over breaking Bucky's train of thought. Bucky steals one last look at the cute blonde before switching lanes and ha- um, handing her his item. So this is like a little time break mm-hmm. to a different day. Um, it's Wednesday evening and Bucky's opening his fridge every five minutes, hoping that this time there will be something more than beer in there. <laughs> he finally, that's my fridge. College, be like. <laughs> he finally resides to the fact that it's definitely time to do a full grocery shop. That's like the mood where you're like, fuck, I have to do like everything. Right, you're like, you know? I gotta make a list. Yeah, it's like crazy. Um, if he's lucky, the cutie will be working. The cutie, not, I love it. It's not every day Bucky is, um, has added motivation for grocery shopping. He grabs a cart at the store entrance and marches into the produce section. He peeks at the checkout on his way in, but the blonde isn't there. Bucky mm-hmm. shakes off his disappointment and starts shopping. Uh, Bucky works through every aisle, grabbing all the things he's out of. He grabs the basics: bread, milk, eggs, cheese, garlic, and onion, various vegetables. Before tossing a few boxes of pasta and jars of sauce into the cart as well. Another college staple <laughs> um you know you feel so fancy with it because you're like look at my pasta yeah Ooh. okay and it's literally i just only like ever felt fancy shit. when i was like shopping with you because you'd be like let me get like this like and you'd like name the type of pasta and i'm like 
Yeah, that thing. I'm Italian. <laughs> of course I know the pasta This is like, I'm, a, I'm fucking Italian. I'm part of the mob. <laughs> like, I know everything Italian. Well, you know the pasta shapes. Like, not every pasta shape. Like, everything. They're all spaghetti like... and you can't no, tell me otherwise. No, they're not. They they're all the same the... thing. No, they're not. They all hold, they hold <laughs> sauce differently. Nah, they, they all taste the same. So not no, that's the like, same. The only thing that doesn't taste the same is fucking rigatoni. I hate that shit. Oh, really? Yeah, it tastes That's nasty. an odd taste. Like, that's an odd, like, dislike. It just tastes bad. Um, no, they're all very, they, they, they add different things to different dishes. I so. agree with you, but only about rigatoni because Tony. it's bad. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, he's wandering down the toiletries aisles when he, uh, when he sees his shampoo is on sale. He tosses the bottle down to his car, cart with a box of toothpaste. Once he sco- uh, scoured every aisle and picked up what he thinks he might be running low on, Bucky heads for the checkout crap the cute blonde is working the express till tonight he's being yelled at by a woman who is certain she's being overcharged for her gluten-free crackers and wants to speak to her speak to a manager karen fucking christ i literally i fucking hate when people they're like they charged me wrong this cashier charged me wrong i'm like the system rung it up wrong like jesus it's christ it's literally not their fault faults they're not trying they don't have any control over yeah, it i'm like please. also like they do not care how much you pay for your fucking like pasta, like whatever like i could care less if they, you it's so stupid wild times but this is something that fucking happens it's wild. No, i believe i mean it happens um, in retail i believe it would happen in a grocery store yeah we're about to have one of the tropes i mentioned from earlier Ooh. bucky looks between the 12 items or less sign and the other two open tills fuck he can't believe he's about to do this but this guy looks like he could use an easy customer and a genuine smile after that customer so bucky finds a basket piles the basics into it and guiltily ditches the half cart full of handguns near the back of an aisle <laughs> fuck you bucky yeah someone move. has to clean that asshole up move. now but also like <laughs> vibes like mood i get it i get it i get it but like poor asshole move bro but okay um the angry customer abandons her crackers and huffs out of the store as bucky starts unloading his items onto the belt rough day bucky asks it's not so bad the cashier says bucky isn't ready uh ready for the startling blues eyes to lock his he chews at his bottom lip as steve his name tag informs bags his groceries Woo. That'll be $22.87. Huh? Bucky realizes he's been staring. Shit. Uh, the the top of Steve's ears flush gently. Uh, that'll be $22.87. Steve repeats, eyes flickering between Bucky's and the counter. Right, sorry. Bucky stammers. He runs one hand through his hair as the other digs into his pocket for his wallet. He pulls out his credit card, which he fumbles and drops. Mood. Now he's wishing he'd gone to one of the other tills. He retrieves the card from the floor and jams it into the card reader, punching his pin in quickly. Pin error. Bucky wants to sink into the floor. He punches (laughs) his pin again and is relieved when it works. The cashier is trying to hold back a smile. Rough day. Bucky shoves his wallet into his pocket. Uh, just a little distracted is all. He grabs his bag and forces himself to walk, not run, from the store. Smooth, Buck. Smooth. <laughs> well, at least he seemed to cheer Steve up a little. Aww. Honestly, if a lady was yelling at me and a cute guy came to me after, I'd be so fucking pissed because I'd be like on the verge of tears. Right, you're like, you're seeing me like <laughs> <be> this? Like, <laughs> yes, hello. Hello. Welcome like, to the grocery, grocery store. store. <laughs> literally that 
I would be fucking pissed. I'd be like, please go away. <laughs> I can't do this. Um, like, any, come back in 10. <laughs> 10. Give me time to compose myself. Um, it's been a month since Bucky made a fool of himself in front of Steve. He's been going to a supermarket 30 or... 30 minutes out of his way just so he doesn't have to face oh the cute God. cashier again but that just isn't sustainable he's out of milk eggs and peanut butter so he either needs to dash to the store or he's not going to have breakfast in the morning bucky spots steve standing at a cash register as he wait walks wait in. wait milk eggs and peanut butter is a really weird breakfast combo <laughs> I just well, maybe. Well, I will say maybe. Maybe it's like he he has bread, so it's like peanut butter toast, and he's making eggs, and he wants to drink milk. Maybe it's like a mix. Yes. Who drinks straight milk in the morning? Y'all are freaks. Uh, my younger brother. Well, your brother's a freak. You You're not wrong there. <laughs> You're not wrong there. Or maybe he's like has cereal too. Like I don't know. I don't know his life. Okay, but that's um, a lot of fucking food then. Or maybe he's making pan peanut butter pancakes. Okay, I'll allow that. I'll allow that. We'll allow it. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to justify this, man. Yeah, you're like um, going extra hard for it. Oh uh, yeah, I breakfast is like my favorite meal of the day because it's okay, the fair. easiest to cook. Fair. You actually yes. cook. Mm, compared that's to me, debatable. compared to me, you actually make your own food. Kind of since I left school. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I kind of survive on like random shit i don't know how Valid. i do it but um yes um okay he puts his basket of essentials up on the counter um on the counter steve isn't working at just as the lady puts up the t- this till closed sign oh my god really bucky considers abandoning his basket and coming back tomorrow you're being ridiculous fortify man just go smile and be pleasant but not weird <laughs> and wish him a good evening and then take your eggs home and remember to put them in the fucking fridge Bucky lines his items on um, up on the conveyor belt and chews on his lip while Steve rings him up. He readies his credit card before Steve asks for it and is ready to bolt for the door as soon as he has his receipt. Bucky suddenly realizes at the end of the um um the, realizes the end of the month has snuck up on him. Sh- uh, wait, where? Okay, yeah. shoot. You know, I forgot to buy a monthly bus pass. Can I get a pack of those uh fare savers to tide me over till I until I can grab one? Sure uh how about i just give you a couple of mine it'll be cheaper steve reaches into his pocket oh yeah what's it cost bucky pulling bucky's pulling his wallet back out a cup of coffee steve flashes a nervous smile bucky's pretty sure he doesn't ask people out that often Mm. bucky's face breaks into a wide grin eyes crinkling at the corner sure sorry i'm just like aw. (laughs) i know it's so cute oh yeah that's uh Steve uh, starts looking like he's trying to save face. Wait, you said yes? Yeah. Bucky laughs. It's a date. He scribbles his num- uh, name and number on the back of his receipt and trades Steve for the bu- bus tickets. Uh, he has a little extra jaunt in his step as he heads home. After their first date goes well, as do numerous dates that follow, Bucky still drops by Steve's till to pick up an item or two. Sometimes he comes in for a single pack of gum just to drop off a cappuccino for Steve. Bucky waits patiently in the queue, signaling to the customers around him that they should move to the to the lane that's just opened up and is calling for him to move over. <laughs> um, Steve shakes his head with a laugh and calls, Just buy your chapstick from Sharon. I'll see you when I'm off at seven. Nuh-uh, I'm with you till the end of the line, pal. Isn't oh, that cute? It's the line. I know, isn't it so cute though? That's I so always cute. wished I always wished I had someone to come visit me at work that Let's was like all a come significant visit you. That was a significant other. 
okay, I guess I get it. I'm not good enough. Okay, never no, mind. No, <laughs> significant. You can't. You can't like tell me. Liz, that it's I'll not date you. So I'll date you, Liz. Okay, I'll do, do it. it. I'll, I'll fulfill this fantasy. But like, you can't tell me it's not so cute having like a significant other. No, it is. Work and like, it's super uh, cute. And like, when I was when I yeah. was like seeing um this girl, I would always like complain to her. I'd be like, oh my oh, god. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I'm so I, the subtle hints. <laughs> Like, I, and, and then I that girl wouldn't even date you. Sweatshirt at, and I'm I, at work, and I'm stuck at work for another four hours. Oh my god, Liz. Ugh, I really want to go get coffee, but I can't leave. But I'm like dying. I really need. Co- I was not subtle at all. No, you weren't. But she was kind of a bitch and. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's like my dream. Uh, yeah, no, whatever. It's, it's cute. I mean, it won't. I mean, maybe it'll happen at your new job, and like. I mean, you're working at a restaurant, so, like, you know, you'll get cuter people who come instead of just, like, old people who forget that they need groceries. Aw, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so I had, this, I had this, like, sweet old man. Mm-hmm. He was, like, yesterday at my um, yesterday at my job, and he's he literally just goes, like, you look like Billie Eilish. I was right. like, I do not, but how the fuck do you know who Billie Eilish is, sir? I feel Let's like he go. heard, like, a name on the radio and was like, this will be a great pickup line on the ladies. I think, no, I think he, it's like, because I think because we both have, like, quote unquote crazy hair and old people aren't used to it. Yeah. But it was still very sweet. I was like, you know Billie Eilish, king, like, informed <laughs> king. Let's go. But he was very sweet. He was very nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll like have I'll have like fun and cute interactions with people that aren't old people. So yeah, that'd be nice. That's the spirit. Because most of them are old people. I love them to death. But right, like there's nothing wrong with being old, but like it can I get want really it with, exhausting. Like, no, I just want a cute interaction with someone who's like <laughs> okay, valid. My age. <laughs> You're, well, Liz wants a date. Like at the end of yeah, the day, that's I'm all just Liz lonely. Wants. <laughs> Liz, be <laughs> Liz. What? It's that's true. The way you said it. You're like yeah. I'm just depressed. I'm just lonely. You know, just the yeah. way you said it. <laughs> that is what it is, man. I can't it fucking is. change You're it. valid. You're so valid. Um, yeah, that's um, that's the end of it. Okay. To be honest, I've never read a grocery store fic. Yeah, I haven't um, either. Fun times, though. I thought it'd be a way to end an era in my life. I definitely think we have accomplished that. Honestly, I think I'd read more. Yeah, it's cute. I mean, I think it just falls under the whole, like, domestic au of like oh liz you, loves domestic yeah i was gonna say like you literally will read anything domestic so <laughs> yeah you're, you're totally right um, i was like i mean yeah i guess yeah <laughs> perhaps i mean i said as i've said many a time i'm the queen of domestic au's can confirm um what's it called i guess that's that was like a quick one but i guess that's all i have to say on that mm-hmm. um you want to get into yours i i haven't opened your slide up so i have no clue what Ooh, you're doing okay so um let me go ahead and pull mine up i got randomly assigned um fucking accusation fic which is huh? basically just a salt fic or a bashing fic about the character so it's not like a hate fic because it's not like totally about like the whole series but it's specifically like so it's not like a spite fic, but it's about like a character, a single character that like people hate. Okay, we love that. Right. That's so. Fun. <laughs> um. So it, it's it's kind of as it sounds. It's like where it's like a character has done something wrong to an, like the author's favorite character or just a character the author likes more than this character, and the writer takes it out on them through a fic. So. Yeah, like I said, it's not even always the author's favorite character. 
character um a general example is that character a is the show's bully to character b a fic is made where character a is punished because the show never properly punishes them ah so it's kind of like a way for the fans to get justice for their favorite characters um so it's usually pretty exaggerated uh to make a point like you'll like even when it's um like it almost reads as a crack fic because it's so outlandish because like especially for like um more like younger shows like and we'll get into it later but like for instance like miraculous ladybug my little pony like the show is not going to go to extremes to punish a mean character yeah like the end of the day a kid's show wants to redeem all the characters you know so or at least you know punish them in their own terms they don't want to do it like often and all the time so it it's it's like usually outlandish almost and very dramatic and it's literally just to make a point that mm-hmm. this character sucks so a lot of the times you'll find Fucking that the stories angry, are pretty baby. out of character yeah so like i said my favorite example to use is lila rossi in miraculous ladybug um and she actually has a fuck ton of tags for this in miraculous ladybug on ao3 at least um like lila as an l-i-e-l-a like lying lila Lila Rossi gets exposed. Lila's lies are exposed. Lila bashing. Lila salt. Those are all tags that have hundreds of fix in them. Is that like the blonde one? No, that's the brunette who comes in later. Oh, Chloe's so I don't even one. know her. Yeah. So I mean, the thing, the reason they introduced Lila, at least in my opinion, is they wanted a non-redeemable bully. Chloe, like they need to make a little bit redeemable because she's besties with Adrian, who's one of the main characters. So they're uh-huh. like, they're like, oh, we can't have him just excusing her bullying people. So she gets her character growth, and then it goes away, and then she gets it again. You know, like depends on the episode, right? Yeah. But Lila is supposed to be totally unredeemable. Like you're supposed to hate her. Okay. I'm sure at some point they'll try redeeming her, but for now, like she is not given any redeeming qualities. She's a liar. She, her entire goal in life is to make the main character's life a living hell. Uh-huh. So, okay. Yeah. Um so My Little Pony Friendship is Magic has quite a few of these on several different characters um because of several different episodes. Like it it would take forever to list them all, but some main ones that I've seen um are Twilight bashing, Celestia bashing, um I think I don't think there's like I think those are the two most common ones. Really? Um, yeah. But I mean, I guess others. I understand. Yeah, a lot of people hate Twilight because they see her as like like Mary Sue, annoying type character, which I, I guess. guess. Um, Avatar: The Last Airbender has a lot about Aang because people are, I guess, people are like he's too perfect. Like, why didn't he kill Ozai? Type shit. But it's also like those two are like children's shows. Exactly. <laughs> so well, to be fair, Avatar the... does have a lot more mature elements. Yes. But at the yeah, same time, compared. it's but like it's a mature like, story made for kids. Yeah, it's like, you you gotta, like, I mean, obviously don't excuse, like, all mm-hmm. Mary Sunas and blah, 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 but it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes, I mean, like, a kid's show, like... It's okay to let kids' shows have happy endings, I think. Have happy endings, have characters that are, you know... It, it's more, it's it's okay yeah. to not let kids be exposed to the horrors of the real world yeah. just yet. Um, yeah. Then Fire Emblem Fates has um, some written for Corin, who is the playable main character, because of the bad actions that you take in Conquest. Oh, do um, they, like, force you to only, like, do these bad things? Is it, well, like, one of it, those? it's, like, it's, there's three routes, basically, that you play through. It's in Fates, because you have Birthright, Conquest, and then Revelations. And it's, like, basically three different games that are related. And um, each game is, like, I don't know how to, it, it's, I don't want to, like, say it in case you play it one day. I mean, I made, 
uh, Liz cosplay Camilla from it um, <laughs> years ago, and I just made her watch all the cutscenes. But like, it's been so long, yes. I doubt she remembers because she didn't actually play it. Um, right. So uh, it, it really depends. But like, a lot mm-hmm. of people view Nor, which is where Camilla's from, um, as like the bad guys. And Hoshido as like the good guys, so mm-hmm. it, it it just depends on your opinion, I'd say. Um, ah, I see, I see. And then a lot of there's also a lot of fix that bash both royal families, so both the Norians and the Hoshinas for um like doing shit to Corin. I understand. Yes, uh, Family Guy ironically has a few for Meg. Um, well, it's because within the show itself, they just right. all bash Meg. Yeah, so it makes and, sense. But I just think it's funny that Family Guy fix exists. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So that made me laugh. Because, like, I don't think Family Guy's target audience is really reading Family Guy fan Exactly. Fiction, I guess, like, you, like, that's I guess the thing. I'm like, wrong. That's the kind of, sh- like, that. Family Guy is the kind of show that, like, I don't picture people who, in- like, read fanfic to also enjoy. So that's why it's funny to me. Um, yeah. And then you have um, the final one is that there's a lot of Voltron ones. Um, for different characters, but the one most common that I saw was bashing on Keith and um, Allura. So yeah, um, that's oh, and then damn, what did Allura do? The honestly, fuck? I, I don't know. Came between clamps, I guess. Um, I guess. Um, I was gonna say I was about to be like, what did Keith do? But Keith did some shit. Yeah, so Keith, we'll let Keith it. Kind of sucks. It's fine. We'll um, let it. Vibe. Oh, and then there's also a bunch on like Adam, like Shiro's ex boyfriend for some reason. The what the fuck died. did Adam do? He died. I guess he broke that up with Hero, a... and I guess but that makes people hate him. He died. Yeah, I don't fucking know. We don't know anything about their relationship, truly. I don't. Should, I like get nervous bringing up Voltron on the show okay. as it is. So <laughs> we're 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 moving past it. Um. Okay. Keep so chugging along. Who would I be if I didn't bring a miraculous Vic to the us? Um. You know, if we're talking about... We're really like covering, like, our bases, like, our faves today. Yes. I love and, it. And, like, um, it's funny, too, because, like I said, like, Lila has so many tags in the Miraculous fandom that I literally was able to just... I found, not even kidding, a thousand fix just under the tag Lila Rossi bashing. Uh-huh. Like, people hate this character. And, Damn, the sh- like, bitch. the fix are so funny about him, too, because they're usually just, like... In general, the, like, Lila bashing fix tend to be where Lila's lies get exposed somehow by marinette and adrian and then marinette and adrian live happily ever after this is not all of them this is just kind of generally how they go um like she tries to do some scheme they expose her everybody hates her and everybody loves marinette again um so the one i chose is literally called exposing lila by colorado peculiar all one word it's rated teen and up but honestly i would probably rate this like general audiences um some people (laughs) will rate stuff they'll be like heck and like, I mean, like, you can kind of tell. I mean, this is the nicest way. You can kind of tell when something is written by a minor because they rate it higher than it should be. Uh, when that one fic, like the one that we read, at, like the the like Tom Riddle X Reader one, where they were like, explicit, yeah, 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 and it like, was literally just like you kiss passionately, and that yes, was it. Like, you're that's like, the this... kind of shit. Like this was written by a middle schooler who like wanted to. Like I did that. You know, I would rate myself as like mature, teen and up. When I'm like, this is general audiences. <laughs> like I didn't even yeah. say. I did not even say hell. You know. Yeah, but so, um, we love it. Yes, we so. love young writers. Let's go, poggers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm going to read for. I mean, it's kind of like a third person point of view, but mostly Marinette. So I'll read for Marinette. You'll read for mm-hmm. Adrian. Okay. Uh, and then I'm also going to have you read for Lila. Okay. 
And then um, there's uh, the teacher reads at one point, so I'll read for her. And then I think that's it. Um, I also want to – this is a one-shot, and I cut out a lot of things. And most of the stuff I also cut out was, like, random voice lines from random characters. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about that. Um, Liz, I think you'll find this one, this fic, very funny because of okay. the presentation. Um, and we can comment on it when we get there. Okay, I'm ready. The grin on Adrian's face would have seemed off-putting to anyone but Marinette. After all, they'd been planning this day for months. Finally, it was here. Everything was ready, every piece in their place. Like the perfect puzzle was all coming together. Marinette couldn't wait for it to begin. Hey, Adrian, you ready for today? Marinette sang, skipping up to him. Am I? He perked up. I can't wait for our presentation. Me neither. Marinette rubbed her hands together. You're a genius for thinking this up. Although I'm still surprised you were the one who gave me the idea to me and not the other way around, she teased. Adrian rubbed the back of his neck. Yeah, well, she crossed the line. Lila deserves what's coming. Note to self, don't get on your bad side. Adrian snorted. Like there's any way you could, um, is, ugh, sorry. <laughs> like there's anything you could do to get on my bad side. I certainly hope not, Marinette shuddered. Ever since she had confessed to him about Lila's threats, he had dropped the let's just wait and see act like it was hot potato. And I do want to say, um, I mean, this is not really a spoiler because, again, like, this is this season's been out for, like, a year or two now. But, like, um, when Lila is first introduced, like, she basically threatened, like, is lying and Marinette's like, she's a liar, guys. She's a liar. Like, hello. And Adrian is like, hey, like, I, I know she's lying. It's, like, really obvious. But, like, you know, it's there's no harm in letting everyone believe them. They're kind of harmless lies. Like, it's it'll be better if you just, you know, drop it and then she'll be nicer to you too and everyone will be nicer to you as well and she's like okay and then she threatens uh lila threatens marinette and marinette doesn't fucking tell adrian (laughs) damn it um so like most of the fix are usually like marinette telling adrian somehow about the um threat okay Mm -hmm. instead he had gone out of his way to put a master plan into motion marinette readily agreed to help him with whatever and once they were aware of it alia and nino had pitched into had done wonders for their friendship and now they were as close as she and alia were so, do you want to um, do you want to go first for our presentation? Adrian asked. I don't know. Maybe we should save the best for last. You know, Marinette winked. You've got a point, but I think the anticipation would kill me if we waited that long. How about trying for the last presentation of the morning? Then we have lunch to settle things once and for all. See, this is why you're the smart one. Marinette bumped shoulders with him as he slid into his seat, turning around immediately so he could still talk to her. Why, thank you. I do try. He flipped his imaginary hair, making Marinette giggle. And then we have a time skip to later in the day. Thank you, Ivan and Kim, for that wonderful presentation on the psychology of music. Now, who would like to go next? This will be our last presentation before lunch. Madame Bustier addressed the room. Or it's Mademoiselle, I think that is. Mademoiselle Bustier addressed the room. Marinette and Adrian exchanged nods. It was go time. We can go next, Mademoiselle Bustier. Marinette raised her hand. Okay, then. Marinette and Adrian, you two may come up next. I'm excited to see what you've come up with. Giving in to temptation, Marinette shot a smirk in Lila's direction. So. <laughs> it's just like, you're not going to laugh at this point. Adrian cleared his throat and the classroom quieted. Um, Marinette and I decided for our psychology project we would dive into a more serious topic. And Liz, for context, like, we don't have canon ages in the show, but, like, we know they're in, like, some place between, like, junior high and high school age. Like, they're around 14, 15. 
why are they doing yeah, a psychology project? <laughs> Bitch, you don't know about, you don't learn about psychology until maybe you take AP Psych in fucking right. high school. Right, right. So I was like, that's part of why I thought this was so funny. I, yeah. I, I was like, okay, okay. We'll do. And like, wait till they, I cut a lot of their like presentation out because it would, it would have taken like five more pages, but like, uh-huh. I'll talk about when I get there. Okay. Can I plug this in? Marinette asks, pulling the flash drive she had stored the presentation on out of her pocket. Go ahead. The topic the, we... Oh, sorry, that's you. The topic we have decided to discuss today is... Adrian began. Emotional manipulation and how it's <laughs> sneakier than it seems. Damn! You guys are getting fucking serious as shit. Right? Pressing on the presentation to reveal the title. Now, if all of you remember, we had both you and your parents sign a form that said we could use visual and audio picked up by cameras in our presentation. Who fucking would sign this? Right. And also, I'm like, wait, hold up. This is not, like, an informed consent form because you didn't, like, you can't, you cannot do something as generic as, like, we're going to put these all over the school and you guys say yes or no. Like, that is so too I, much. Like, yeah, this, this is, is so much. definitely written by a child. Sorry, Liz we'll, and I we'll just did research projects. This is so fun, though. <laughs> I love it. Iconic. Uh, um... Um, Adrian said, holding up his own paper. Once we gained permission from the principal, teacher, and students, we set up cameras around various parts of the school. Through this, we were able to make observations about certain members of our student body and the different techniques they used to get what they wanted. Some genuine, some not so much, Marinette continued. Today, we are going to share different types of manipulation as well as a bit of the background. So, what does it mean to manipulate? <laughs> I'm sorry, just the sources coming up. Oh, we love it. At Adrian's words, Marinette pressed on the presentation. According according to (laughs) Merriam-Webster, yes, my favorite psych source, um, it is to control or play upon an artful, unfair, or insidious means. Oh, sorry, by artful, unfair, or insidious means, especially to one's own advantage. And to give some context, guys, like, yeah, like, in most types of writing, of course, the dictionary or, like, websites are, depending on the website, can be, like, valid sources. But in, like, professional psychology writing, when you're defining something, you want to use other psychology papers. Well, when you're, when you're not just defined. defining, when you're not just defining a singular word in anything, you don't want to just use, like, Merriam-Webster, like, you want right, to use, especially like, when yeah. it, Especially when it's you're talking main, about it from a psych point. perspective. Yeah. Like, if this is going to be the main part of your research paper, you need to, like, go to, like psych info and find all the articles on um yeah. that you can well i mean like even if you're doing like let's say like a history project what is italy you're not going to be like according to wikipedia exactly italy is exactly. this so it's you're like gonna in find general different sources you're gonna want to get something else but we're, yes. we're, we're being a little rough on this it's fun we are it's okay though um according to WebND, emotional manipulation is when a manipulative person gains power over someone else and employs dishonest and exploitive strategies to gain it, Marinette reported. This type of manipulation deals with feelings, thus why it's emotional. So, now that we've defined the terms, what does emotional manipulation look like? Well, according to Psychology Today, I have to admit a but guilty I've used psychology. Is, I'm like, today. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is like it's not a great source, but it's an okay but source. But a bitch has used it too, yes. so I can't I can't yeah, I can't, I can't same. I can't say I can't shade. Um there are fourteen sides to look for if you want to know if you're being emotionally manipulated. The first is having a home um sorry, is having a home court advantage. 
often a manipulator who want to talk and confront you in a place where they know they have more power. It will be a place where they're familiar with and you're not. Adrian continued. I also want to um, say, like, they, they went through all 14 signs and, like, Lila or whatever just keep, keeps freaking out and I cut that out so to save time. Yeah. The second sign is that when they let you speak first and will try to look for weaknesses in your argument, instead of trying to listen and try to understand what you're saying, they will analyze you and create an idea of your thought, process, and behavior. From there, they can figure out your strengths and weaknesses and use that to their advantage, Marinette explained. The third is manipulating the facts. This can be anything from stretching the truth to make you look and feel like the guilty one to lying. They change the story to suit their needs instead of listening to your side as well and figuring out a solution, Adrian said. Oh, how satisfying it was to see the color slowly drain from Lila's face. Finally, after months of being cornered in bathrooms or empty halls, after months of her spreading lies and her classmates believing her blindly, she was finally going down. And now I'm just skipping ahead to, um, and past where they find them all. Um, and then this is Adrian. Okay. Now, we want to stress that even if you have done a few of these, that doesn't mean you, that doesn't make you a terrible person. Sometimes you have bad days and give people the silent treatment and are passive aggressive. Sometimes you play dumb because you just don't want to deal with something. That doesn't make you a completely unredeemable villain. Sometimes you lose your temper. That doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. Adrian reassured the class. However, when you use the more extreme tactics every day for selfish reasons, that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes emotional manipulation and the victim will not even notice it's happening most of the time. Um, and then I am skipping ahead a bit. Okay. And then you can read where Adrian starts in the next paragraph. Oh, the unfortunately? Yes. Unfortunately, because emotional manipulation can be hard to see, it can happen right in front of, in front of us without any attention being drawn to it. Adrian's gaze snapped straight to Lila and grinned. While we would normally go straight to the teacher and principal with this information, since every person here is involved in this, Adrian and I thought it would be better to just show it to you all at once. Marinette felt a grin tug on her lips as well. This was really happening. She was really taking down Lila Rossi. Emotional manipulation has been going on in this very class, and it is something Marinette and I cannot stand by and watch any longer. Adrian said, nodding to Marinette, and she clicked the laptop. A video appeared. The footage was from last Tuesday and was from one of the cameras in the locker room. First of all, they would never let you put a camera in a minor's locking room. Like, locker room. What the room. fuck? Oh, well. Even we'll if they're not changing it. there. We ignore it. We ignore it. It's okay. Locking eyes with Lila, Marinette pressed on the play button. The video started with Marinette grabbing books from her locker while humming. Oh, like... Oh, okay. Lockers. Locker, lockers. locker. I thought they were talking like changing room lockers. I was like, no. Yeah, same. <laughs> While humming. Then Lila appeared in the frame. Oh, then, is this me? Yeah, you'll read for Lila. Well, well, what do we have here? Perfect voice. Marinette saw the collective shiver from the class. The tone the Lila on the video used was so different from the Lila they all saw. So much more malicious. But the girl facing Marinette was undeniably Lila. What do you want, Lila? Marinette asked, sighing. Oh, not much. Just a few favors, she said in the same too innocent tone that she normally used in class. What? Well, for one, I need you to stop hanging out with Adrian. But I know that's impossible at this point. For another, I need you to step down as class president. The class collectively sucked in a harsh breath. Why? Marinette was proud that her voice didn't tremble or waver. Instead, it was a bliss it was blissfully monotone. Lila didn't deserve the satisfaction of having a reaction. 
because Adrian is supposed to be with me, you dimwit. Not that he'd ever like you. You're just some low-life fashion designer wannabe, she smirked. And I want to be class president instead of you. It would really help with my story of helping my mother with her embassy work, don't you think? <laughs> no. Oh, Lila examined her nails. No. That's fine, she shrugged. I guess I'll just have to explain to them that you wouldn't step down, even though I'm much more qualified for the position. What are you talking about, Lila? Well, I I am the one with connection. Is it Prince Ali and Prince Jagged, Ali in Jagged, and Jagged Stone? Stone. Yes. Well, I'm the one with connections to Prince Ali and Jagged Stone. That's a lie, and you know it. True, but they don't. And when those imbeciles realize that you're the one... Um, you're the one who rejected my proposal of having the rock star attend our class events. You're going to take the fall. After all, it's my word against yours. And, uh, it's my word. She giggled. We've seen what, uh, what side they choose. Video Marinette stayed silent. However, the class erupted into fits of rage. It's so easy. It's almost not fun. What type of friend would make, uh, would believe a stranger over someone they've grown up with? Lila cackled. Makes you really think about why they were friends with you in the first place. Was it truly because of your personalities, or was it because of your connections? Your gifts? Lila shrugged. Just something to think about. Marinette glared at the girl, the camera picking up every ounce of fury in her gaze. The class was too shocked to say anything. I won't let you talk about them like that. Oh, and why not? If you try to do anything, I'll just start spreading rumors again. Or maybe another expulsion stunt is in order. Lila hummed. And then um, stuff happens. And like the, and I cut oh, it out okay. where the class is like, oh my god, wow. And then it goes back to the video. Don't. Lila suddenly surged forward, boxing Marinette in. The class let out a gasp. Test me, Marionette. You don't want to see what happens when you cross me. She pulled back, flipped her hair, and began to walk away. A week, she said right before she was about to pop out of frame. Huh? One week to step down from class present, or else I'm um I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm turning into you, apparently. <laughs> Woo! Fun time. I, I've had to talk. You know, I've had to talk so much today, so I'm like, yeah. very tongue tied. With the bat of her eyelashes, Lila sashayed off. No, she's on RuPaul's Drag Race, I guess. Queen, sashay away. Uh, the video ended there. Chaos erupted as soon as it did. Yells and cries were hurled at Lila, Mademoiselle Bustier, trying desperately to calm her students down. A piercing whistle rang through the air. Everyone turned to Adrian. As you can see, um, Mademoiselle... Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, so then it was Madame Bustier, and then that's Mademoiselle. I misremembered the thing. Rossi has demonstrated multiple tactics we discussed earlier. She has, unfortunately, been manipulating all of us. Since we were all victims, it was only fair to show the video to all of you. However, this is where we turn things over to administration to take care of it. Hopefully, they will do a much better job at evaluating the situation before expelling a student. Adrian shot a pointed look at Monsieur Damocles, who had snuck in some time during the presentation. We'll leave her in your hands, Marinette said, taking the flash drive out of Madame Bustier's laptop and handing it to the principal. Um, oh, like okay. Who... Yeah, I'll read for him. Okay. Thank you, Monsieur Agresse, Mademoiselle Dupain-Chang, for bringing this to my attention. He nodded. 
It's our pleasure, sir, Adrian said. He and Marinette were matching smirks as Lila was led out of the classroom by the principal. With any luck, they won't have to deal with her anymore. Well, we did it, Marinette whispered. Yeah, we did. We won't have to deal with her anymore. No more lies. He squeezed her shoulder. No more threats or getting cornered. Marinette's grin grew as it truly began to sink in. Lila would soon be gone if she wasn't already. She wouldn't have to worry about what she would say or do during class. Marinette wasn't even aware she was crying until Adrian pulled her into a hug. Is that, is it Mary? Is that how you say it? The nickname? I, yeah, I mean, we're not French speakers. However you want to say it. <laughs> it's okay, Mary. You're okay. He said, running his hands through his hair. Through that was hair. fun. Yes. And we'll cut it off there. Yeah. yeah but oh, is so there more? Fuck, There's sorry, only, like, another, really... like, couple sentences, okay. so it's fine. We'll cut it off there. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, that's, like, a Lila bashing fic. They're really fun. Like, I like to read these, even if, like, a lot of them aren't the greatest, like, well-written stories because mm-hmm. they're, like, you know, they're, they're, they're made, like, to be dramatic. And they're, I just think they're fun to read sometimes when, like, especially, like, sometimes, like, I'll watch um, this show and, like, Lila does something that pisses me off. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to read something where, like, Lila dies. Um, not, like, actually, but, like, you know, like, Lila gets, you know, like, whatever. Like, Lila just, I hate her. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it's nice. Fun. It's, it's nice to uh, see this. I love it. I think it's I think it's fun, you know? Yeah. Enjoyable. Yes. Um I I mean I obviously you're not gonna read any specific for Miraculous unless you get into it, but are you interested in reading Hate Fix in general? Um it depend it really would have to depend what it's for. Cause like uh, of the fandoms mentioned that are like popular with like the spite fix, mm-hmm. it's like the only one I was, like, ever into was, like, My Little Pony. But that was, like, when I was in, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. I still love it. But, like, I'm not actively a mm-hmm. part of, like, the fandom for it. So I wouldn't really read any fics. Um, same with Voltron. Not actively a part of it. Wouldn't really read any fics. Um, yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of it. So maybe if I saw one for, like, a fandom I really liked, perhaps. Because I think they can be fun. And it was about a character I hated, of course. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so that sounds fair. I mean, like I said, I'm going to keep reading them. Um, I'm not sure. I think that's that for our fix. Um, I do want to say, as some of you are probably waiting to hear about Fifty Shades, not happening this week. We literally just finished college. Guys, like, give us, yeah. give us a second to breathe. We'll probably, like, be discussing it. Like, we'll be discussing I starting think, it next week. Yeah, I think t- next week is when we're going to start planning out exactly when um, and how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, just so we're getting ourselves some time to breathe. Um, and I also want to make sure you guys are aware, like, in case you didn't get this the first time we said it, we're going to still be doing our regular episodes while we're, um, doing this special. It's probably going to be a once or twice a month type thing, and it might be a little longer than our normal episodes, but we'll be releasing them, like, while we're also releasing our normal episodes. Yes. And our goal is to get through at least, probably, like, I think our goal is, like, the first book over the summer, so that, like... That'd be awesome. Yeah, and then, like, maybe we'll take a break during our, like... My semester. You're taking a semester off, right? Taking a year off. A year off, right. Okay. So, like, we'll probably, like, take a break during my semester or something, depending on how much work we have. And yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll play it by ear. But I think the plan right now is book first book in the summer, um, and we're going to plan exactly how we'll do that. Yep. So, yeah. Or at least we'll record it all during the summer. If summer, we don't yeah. release it all then. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything to add before we go and um, stream? <laughs> um... No, not really. I guess um, 
Well, I guess congratulations to us for finishing Woo! undergrad. Crazy times. Congrats. Yay. Yeah. Liz, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok. Over the summer, I will be doing a bunch of cosplay streams on Twitch Yay. once a week at least. So find me at Lazily Liz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. Um, when this comes out in a couple of weeks, um, like early June, I'm going to be playing Apex for the first time on stream, and I'll be doing a collab of that with a friend. So definitely tune in. In the meantime, feel free to tune in to watch my regular Overwatch gaming and um, playing with my team. It's been a lot of fun. So yeah, our streams just keep growing. I'm really proud of both of us. Yeah. Um, Liz, where can we find the show's information? You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Tropes Battle for Dominance. And if you need to email uh, email us for any reason, email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please send me good Maze Runner fix as always. As always. And Twilight. <laughs> and also while we're at it, good Miraculous fix. I love Miraculous especially identity reveal ones. Stop. I can't find any good fucking Maze Runner fix, please. They can send us multiple. They can send us more than one email. Okay. And also, I do want to give a quick shout out as well to my friend Tabby, who listens to these uh, fairly regularly, for leaving us such a wonderful review on iTunes. It was Thank very you. sweet of you. Um, we read it, and it made us happy. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say, review and rate wherever you are right. listening to this, please. Thank you. It helps yes. us out a lot, and it can help us learn about what you guys kind of like from the show and what you might not like so much. So, yeah, yeah I'd appreciate exactly. it. All right, we're signing off now. Bye, guys. Bye.